Yeah. It's your boy MC. And I'm Asia. And today we're going to be hit, 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 hitting you with the brand new episode 8 of Love Nerds. So what's the word? What's the word? What's the, the word? word? What's the word? <laughs> All right. So we're going to be first start start talking about um, why do we game? Why do you game? Why do I game? Why does anyone really game? You know? Right. It's such a um generic question. And, you know, for the most part, people have their... Uh, I'm pretty sure if you surveyed 100 people, about 60 to 80, maybe 90 of them, we'll probably all share an answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we all have reasons to why we game. And it's a lot more than just, um, you know, just turning on the game and putting a control in your hands. It means a lot more to certain people than it does others. And I could definitely speak for myself when I say that. Like, it means so much more to me than just sitting there and playing that stupid game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like. That can never be told to me because, like, it means so much more to me than just picking up a controller. And what's crazy is that there was a time, you know, when gaming was looked at, like, mindless and pointless and led to violence. And, you know, when you really break it down, it doesn't. Like, well, none of that really makes sense. It's not – it doesn't really – the statistics of it all doesn't really add up when you actually break it down to the individual in themselves. Right. And um, gaming, sadly, has such a negative, like, stigma. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, between, like, we're losers, uh, we don't have girlfriends or boyfriends if you're a lady, or girlfriends if you're, you know, <laughs> 2020, love is love. Um, you know, um, we don't have jobs. We're in our mom's basement. You know, <laughs> it's it's just so much stuff to where we're falsely labeled as. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Luckily for me, like my parents was never like that with me. Like my parents realized how therapeutic gaming is for me, so they never really like bothered me about that. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was on the game for about six hours straight and I didn't see them until like you know that afternoon. It was never like, oh, you was on that game all day, blah, blah, blah. It was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we heard you, but we just figured you was on the game, so we ain't bother you. And when you think about it, it's like, where would you prefer me to be, right. you know, on the game or, and it's like, you could attack, you could tack on a negative thing to that. Like, you could be, you know, roaming the streets, cutting right. up, right. or you could be getting mixed up in some bad business, but instead... You know, you're just you're literally home in your room or in the living room playing a game and minding your business. And there's at least you're safe. You're you're OK. You're um, alive. Like stuff like that. Those type of things need to be taken into consideration when you um, I don't know when you're talking to somebody who is such an avid gamer. Right. And um, it was also another reason why, you know, I tell you all the time, like, I'm so happy you don't give me crap for that either. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like. Most of the time, we get looked uh, we get looked down on for that. You know what I mean? You never brought up like I game too much or I'm always on the game or, you know, come spend time. Like you you never done that. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, it's dope. I guess I was lucky enough to have you and my parents to be understanding on how much gaming really does mean to me. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely understand it, and I know that you guys understand it because I mean that's why you guys listen to us because <laughs> you guys can relate. Um. I, um, on the other hand, I'm, you guys already know, like gaming's not my, my strong suit. It's not my, 
my my thing but it's becoming more of my thing because now i'm finding out what it does for me right um definitely can say that <clears throat> excuse me it's gotten me closer to like my in life in real life friends or loved ones something that we can all relate to and talk about and you know get into and that's always been i don't know that's that's a nice little connection that um i i'm glad that i've gained gained through gaming right um i have it i have it down too as one of the reasons why i game too is like i feel like it's a cheat sheet i can be social without being social you mm-hmm. know what i mean I love my friends, but I don't like them either. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not the, uh, I'm not the let's go out every Friday type of guy. You mm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's just get on the game. Don't win some, something that we all can play. 2K, Halo, Call of Duty, whatever. And let's just vibe out. Like I'm, I'm chilling with my friends in the comfort of my home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to me, that's like no better feeling, especially like when it's like really, really, really tight knit friends and you partied up. It's like. I get to do both. I get to hang out with my friends and not leave the house and I don't have to see them. They don't have to see me. I don't want to be seen. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. That's one of my favorite uh, perks about gaming. Seems like y'all already had the social distancing thing down. So that was that was an easy thing to, to do. Right. Social distancing <laughs> through uh, Microsoft parties. Like, <laughs> it don't get more safer than that. Um, I would definitely say I, I've gotten that, but I've also gotten when I've learned the game on my own, which I can't even say I've experienced the most until you and I started gaming. Right. And it was just like, you know, all these fun games and we've talked about it before, um, when in our when our previous episodes, but it was kinda like um kind of wanting to experience it on your own it's like yeah okay i see how how far i've gotten with friends or with you know with people with me but i wonder how far i can get with it on my own or i wonder where which direction i I would take or what um, decisions i would make right um for a great example would be detroit become human watched you play it and that made me want to play it and so i was able to quite literally make my own decisions in making that or you know um controlling that game and it's like what other games could i do that with or what other games could i i don't know have that same feeling with and um you know having that journey finding those games that fit me um and then just having those moments to where it's just me and my little virtual reality world it was it's a great it's a great space you know right it um it helps you uh escape yeah you know and it's like, I know that's super cliche or whatever, but facts are facts. It's an escape. You know what I mean? When I'm playing um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now, like in the moment, as corny as it sounds, I'm Eivor at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My problems are I need to recruit uh, help. I need to get <laughs> some oaths. I need to kill these Saxons. Like th- th- Those are my problems at the time. Mm-hmm. And that feels so much better than worrying about financial issues um jobs relationships like it's it's, it's, it's so much i'd rather deal with that right you know yeah. what i mean and anytime i'm playing a game i'm not thinking about that type of stuff anytime i'm thinking about something that doesn't stress me out is always good mm-hmm. you know what i mean so as cliche as it sounds gaming for me is like the ultimate stress reliever mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of people feel that way um especially now more than ever 
where we're, you know, in the and, you know, in the midst of what 2020 was, I can't even put a word on what it was. But, you know, just to round it up, just rough, frustrating, difficult, stressful, just a lot. And then, excuse me, and then to have a pandemic on top of that where you can't really be around anyone and you're kind of like forced to deal with what everything that with everything that's around you um just being able to pop a game on and now being able to submerse yourself into that world is just something that you just can't really get from anywhere else sure like maybe a book or you know maybe a different hobby but you know gaming definitely does that yeah um well remember at the beginning once the lockdown started uh, switches you couldn't find them yeah you can you know, online offline through a friend it didn't matter like switches were completely out of sale and they were saying that the video games that's been releasing during the quarantine that title is breaking franchise records you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like at the moment assassin's creed valhalla is the fastest selling assassin's creed title ever mm-hmm. and that definitely ties into what's going on in the world right now you know what i'm saying same thing with last of us too uh, I think Ghost of Tsushima was one of the uh, fastest selling games of Gorilla's career. Gorilla, the people wow. who, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy out here. You yeah. know what I mean? But the gaming helps us not think about that. And let us not, you did not, well, you didn't play it, but you did not mention Animal Crossing has been doing yeah, the thing. Huge. Doing the thing. I want to, it came out, I want to say. Um, maybe it it came out like right as things were starting to like shut down. So right. it was kind of like people were clenching onto their switch and to this game. And it was just like, build your own Island. All right. Anything's better than this. So, yeah, right. <laughs> excuse me. Um, but yeah, like that's the, the world that we're in and that's the world that we've <clears throat> jumped into with all the games that have been listed and that's just not something you can get anywhere else right and um my my bad just to backtrack a little bit it wasn't gorilla i was thinking of horizon sucker punch me um ghost of tsushima not mm. gorilla but um but yeah uh animal crossing it had me to the point to where like i wanted it yeah you know and like you said it was it was like um perfect for the situation not to be so light about what it was but it's just like how do, how does it get any more how do you get more escape than playing as a villager talking to talking animals building a <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and it was it's just good to keep your mind off of things cuz there's a lot of things that uh could be on your mind yeah um <clears throat> excuse me and 2020 definitely gives you a lot to think about so the fact that we have um that we've had animal crossing the last of us 2 ghost of tsushima um doom eternal doom eternal um what game just came out that you just got oh (laughs) assassin's creed valhalla yeah and hyrule warriors age of calamity just came out like so any pretty much any of the games all of those and anything in between that has come out this year has definitely i think been held a little closer to um new gamers old gamers and every gamer alike um because of what everything everything that's going on so just something to you know add on to why why we game all right and um outside of it being a stress reliever for me it's also a really good time consumer Mm -hmm. you know what i mean for example 
if me and you was like, all right, well, let's do dinner at eight and it's seven, you know, depending on how hungry I am, that hour is going to feel like 10 hours. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, all right, well, we agreed on eight. So let me play a game of Madden right quick. That should eat up some time or 2K or, you know, a couple rounds of Halo. Like it, it really helps keep you distracted while you're waiting, mm. you know, and I do that a lot. You know what I mean? Something as small as like, oh, snap, Um, my Uber is 20 minutes away. I play Among Us while I'm waiting. Mm. You know what I mean, three games and it's like I'm getting a notification that my Uber's pulling up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It just helps eat up time versus just sitting there like, oh, it's a whole hour wait or a 20 minute or whatever. Well, you know me. I'm impatient. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess my, my last point as to why do I game, um, you already know this personally. I don't, I'm not really big on people. Right. <laughs> I don't really care for the, you know, physical interactions and whatnot. And I can say that because I know a lot of people feel the same way. Hello, introverted people. I see you. But, um, in this, in this type of world where you can kind of like, um, I don't know. I, I guess I I can. I'm being biased because I've learned a lot about this through Animal Crossing. The community is so huge, and well, it's like a huge virtual safe haven that you can refer back to, and where people are building up their islands too, and they want you to come visit, and they'll trade with you, and they'll drop off gifts, and it's kind of like, you know, you guys are all my little my all um, internet friends, and. Right. It's it's a really nice feeling. Do I know all of you? No, but it's like I didn't need that physical interaction interaction for me to like care. So I don't know. I guess that was nice to have gained that through gaming as well. Um, kudos to you because I don't even like talking to strangers. <laughs> like even on my video games, it's just like nah. Like when I'm playing like Halo and, and whatnot, I don't mic up. I don't put my mic on. I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> you know, but. For you, that's good. Yeah, and you know? I mean, if you already have the your your people, you know your your actual like physical friends that you may not want to see or can't see, at least you can still you know keep in touch with them. For me, it's not want to see. Wow. I'm look. I love them. Look, look. You're them. telling them this, not me. Anybody, look. Anybody who anybody who's close to me, you know, for the past however long. You know, anybody who's been with me since day one, they know I don't like them. Okay. They know I don't want to see them. But it's, they don't take it personal. Or they shouldn't. All right. Because I love them. Y'all heard it here. He doesn't like you guys. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. It's all it's all love, guys. All of all of you I'm saying friends. It's all love. Yeah, yeah. They know I love them. I just don't want to be around them. Yeah. But I love them. And uh, <laughs> the, last, the last thing about why I game is it's quite literally all i know mm. you know what i mean um literally i grew up around them my entire life because my parents gamed when they were you know what i mean before i was here that's what they did and there was the any the uh the nes was in the room when i was a baby like when i was a baby baby the nes was there you know what i'm saying and i remember the super nintendo being there and then uh when we got our playstation like, I, I literally grew up with these consoles. You know what I mean? So, it's literally, like, all I know. Mm. I've never been in a situation where I didn't have access to a console. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Even if, 
we didn't get the the next system right away is I still had my Game Boy or my DS or you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever the situation is. So like like I said before, not to sound super cliche, but it's quite literally all I know because it's been around me my entire life. And there's and I think that's uh, that lends to it as well. I mean, a lot of people can relate to that. It's like it's literally my life like from beginning until now, you know? Right, I can't I can't think of a moment to where I had nothing to play, even though I say that all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> y- y'all get what I mean when I say that, like literally like no consoles, no nothing. And like even if it's, even if it's not me, you know, my closest friends had some type of console mm. or my family or a neighbor or, you know what I mean, classmate that I was allowed to go over. S- somebody, <laughs> somebody like I'm pretty sure like. I'm pretty sure I spent 90% of the days of my life, period, with some type of controller in my hand. Well, 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 um. It's literally all I know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we've listed some pretty, like, standard and personal reasons as to why we game. So, I guess, you know, if you guys don't mind answering, why do you guys game? We'd love to know. Maybe there's um reasons that are different from ours that are maybe a little more personal or a little more intimate in that setting. Or... Do you guys like pretty much agree with us? Like, yeah, you guys had it pretty spot on, but we like to know and you should definitely let us know in the comments of um all of our socials because, you know, we be posted and stuff. Yeah, definitely hit the socials because, uh, you know, of course we want the followings and all of that, but we get the socials so you guys can talk to us. We like talking to you guys, you know what I'm saying? And um, just like you guys are getting to learn about us with each episode we want to i mean we know we want to know what's going on with y'all too so if there's a reason that we missed out on for why we don't game or if you could relate to why we game or anything like that just hit us up and uh give us the vibes from your point of view next we're going to talk about a quote-unquote anime thanksgiving now, typically, that's a more of an American holiday celebrated for interesting reasons, but it's mainly surrounded um, around food and family. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Right. And um, so we're pretty much going to try to give the the uh, perspective of Thanksgiving through anime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the first thing, the, the well, one of the main ingredients, if not the main ingredient, is very hard to do with anime, is family. Yes, because of the lack thereof of family um, in the anime world. Not very many, um, not very many people or protagonists do you see who have like a full family that you see throughout the entire series. I'll put it that way. Right, because um, a lot of them is like they either don't have it, single parent, no parents, or like. They might have a full family, but you see them every 10 episodes to where it's like you forget. Right, right. It's like, oh, wait, that's so-and-so's brother. Or isn't that blah, 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 sister? <laughs> like, stuff like that. When, I, when we was talking earlier, I was like, yeah, uh, Issei from uh, High School DxD. I'm like, Issei don't have a family. And it's like, he does. <laughs> you just never see them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to do the family part for our little anime Thanksgiving. But... I noticed that for the most part, family, I'm using that term loosely, in anime, is mainly an assortment of friends that they met throughout the journey. That normally ends up becoming that family vibe. Yeah, and if they were to, um, excuse me, if they were to 
um, sit at a table gathered around to celebrate something, it would be celebrated with their friends, you know, uh, whether they were out on a journey or, um, I don't know, stuck in a situation, wherever it would be, it would be amongst their friends. Their family would be wherever they are, but you would see the trio, you would see the group, you would see, um, you know, the main characters kind of all hanging out as one, have each other's backs, um, have nothing but love and care for each other. So that's the, that's the family. So if, um, yeah, if you put it that way, they do have a quote unquote makeshift family, if you will. I was literally trying to think of, uh, an anime that I've seen that goes against that, but they don't, you know, um, Ash, Brock and Misty, Yugi, Joey, Tristan and Taya, Taya, uh, uh, Tanjiro, Zenitsu, Zenitsu and Inosuke, Dororo and Hakimaru, the Seven Sins when they're all together. <laughs> like that's their family. So like if the if we had to make a a Thanksgiving dinner for them, it would like it's, it's exactly what you said. It'd be them and their homies, not mm-hmm. necessarily their mom, their oh. dad, their because like when they came to the, we'd be like, all right, and who are you? Right, yeah. You know, we'd have to wait for, like, someone to run upstairs and be like, oh, that's my mom. Let her in. Mm. Oh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't recognize you. I didn't see you since season one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say you have not seen this, and I reluctantly saw it, but Sayaki K definitely has some family moments. The parents are very involved. Mm. Um, He has a, uh, a brother who... I don't want to say he's involved, but he's around. There's grandparents. Like there's there's some family moments, but I want to say um, the most memorable like dinner moments was always amongst his quote unquote friends. So I don't know. I guess when it comes to those, those are his little. That's his little family too. I don't think Saiki would agree, but that's just what it looked like. All right, so just make sure that their friends bring something to the table, right? <laughs> you know what I mean, we look. That's rude for you to come up empty-handed. Hey, so. usually they do. They be like, oh, I got a little cake. Oh, I got, you know, I went by the shop and I picked the sweets up. I was at the bakery, got some bread. So, like, they always got something. And I'm happy you said that because the food that they would bring. Oh, my goodness. I pray it's as good as it looks. <laughs> Anime make food look so good. Oh, it makes it look better than real life food. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Um, On Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Kaneki made a burger. Mm. And it was like, it was weird. This one of my instant burgers where like you put it in hot water. And I'm like, I I, I would never do that. (laughs) But the way it came out, I was just like, oh my goodness. Oh gosh. Anime makes me hungry. Yeah. 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 I can agree. Um, uh, You said you started this one. uh, Food Wars. Yeah. I only seen, I only seen a couple episodes. Yeah. I've, I've watched maybe three, three seasons, three Mm. and a half. And the food always look good, you know. <laughs> it's definitely not. I'll say right now, look, Food Wars is not for. I don't know. It's it's got its moments. It's a little itchy, etchy, whatever you want to call it. But the food is really good. And in the mangas, they actually have recipes for some of the food. So that's it's <laughs> pretty cool. I'm over here hungry as hell. <laughs> oh my Talk bad. about recipes. <laughs> um. There's a movie you have to see. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's Spirited Away. And the food on there, amazing. Yeah. Looks really, really good. I want to say it's referenced a lot when they say, like, anime food looks good. And um, there is a meme where there's, like, a one of the characters 
and he has his arms spread out and it's just like a full feast of food it gets used a lot but that's where that came from and the food just looks it looks so good i wonder i don't know i want to taste it all <laughs> i'm so hungry <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I've been I've been looking at delicious food in anime since I started watching. Mm-hmm. You know, even as far back to Dragon Ball Z, when they had a feast, uh, Chi Chi had food spread all over the table, or like Bulma's birthday party in the uh, in the uh, Beerus movie. All of it, it's just like growling. You know what I mean? My stomach <laughs> is. I don't even want to talk about this right now. Like I'm so <laughs> hungry. You know, and um, I was also, I was telling you about. I've never seen pancakes look so good as they did on Killing Bites. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Hitomi, that was her, like, uh, kryptonite, if you will. She loved pancakes. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, if she, if someone made her mad or if she made them mad and she was about to, like, kill you, she'd be like, oh, well, I'll take a good pancakes. And she drops her attitude. <laughs> like, it was that bad. And they went to the same diner. And just the <laughs> not to sell fat, but just the way that the pancakes stacked and the butter trickled the, down the side oh and the goodness. syrup cascaded <laughs> all over the, oh, <laughs> damn, I want some pancakes. Wow. <laughs> See, they make it, they make it look good. Just, just that alone sounded good. I want some. <laughs> that, I mean, we got to give it to, give it to anime though. They really do make these, these dishes look like it's the best thing that you've ever seen and make your plate look like <laughs> uh. <laughs> i had a roast with like the little steam yeah coming off of it. or like um it's kind of like in the frame and you see like this little trickle of sauce or something it's like oh my god i had to do that yeah, too right, yeah, I ain't had to do that. <laughs> and then like you said you're looking at your peanut, peanut butter and jelly like Damn, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> you just push it off the table man it's, it's trash i don't even want this but speaking of food we have to make sure that we have a lot of food because you know the anime protagonists like to eat. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they eat like they never ate before in their lives every single time. I, I instantly go to Goku. <laughs> you know, I'm, I mean, I know that there's other um, characters that follow that same suit, mm. but Goku and uh, the main character on, on uh, One Piece, I didn't I didn't watch One Piece. Oh, Luffy? Is yeah. it the... Okay. Yeah, okay. but... You know, no, that's him. You're right, okay. you're right. But I know he's known for eating a lot, too. Mm. You know, but Goku be tearing that food <laughs> up. I mean, the Saiyans, all the Saiyans do, but not like Goku. Oh, goodness. Not like Goku. And it's like, it's making me hungry. It's making me jealous. It's making me envious. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here with my freaking Pop-Tart, starving. And, and Goku is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chi-Chi talking about some, right, well, I'm going to bring out the rest of the food. What do you mean the rest of the food? But Mm-mm-mm. you got to cook that much because if we're going to have protagonists over, you know, the protagonists like to eat. Mm-hmm. So I think we should only invite one protagonist over. And who do you think we should invite? Matter of fact, let's not invite any protagonists. <laughs> right there. That's a lot of food we got to make. Side characters only because we're not going to eat. <laughs> right. We're not going to eat. We're going to be like, all right, well, all right. So let's sit down and all right, Goku ate it all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so after we eat, get our bellies full. Life is good. Now it's time to sit around and speak on what we're thankful for. Yes. But not us. No. What these anime characters should be thankful for. And some of them have quite a bit that they should be, you know, gracing us with, <laughs> you know? Would you like to go first? Um, sure. Why not? I'm going to say that Zenitsu from Demon Slayer should be very grateful 
and I'm thankful for the position that he's in. Not only is he carried and supported by Tanjiro and Inosuke, he was saved from death when he shouldn't have been, <laughs> you know, um, and is able to live on to whine about his story. And <clears throat> not only should he be thankful for um, for the space or the place he has in the anime, he should be thankful for the place he has in the um, fandoms because he's quite loved. I want to say um, the amount of people who hate him versus the amount of people who love him, he gets a lot of love. He so. Does. He should be very thankful that he is not just tossed to the side and petitioned out of the anime to be killed off for good or something because he has quite a bit of love and plot armor, I must say. Well, you know, I've said it a hundred times already. I don't like him. <laughs> Zenitsu's trash. I'm sorry. And yet people will defend him and his little first form to the death. So, But he should definitely feel thankful that oh, yeah. he's in a situation that he's in yeah Who you know will? because uh if he yeah, i'm just thinking if he even would have went to that forest by himself he wouldn't have made it out no no there, there's too many times where he just would not have been yeah, but we're not that's not what we're here to account are we <laughs> right so he should stand up at the thanksgiving table and say that he should be thankful for the gang uh plot <laughs> he should he should be like really thankful for plot because right. he should have been dog yeah yeah if he, if he left it up to us that episode <laughs> he was sitting up on the on the top of the house with that poison taken over that would have been done now no i'm let me control my breathing so that i can slow down the put no you would have been done right Benito completo <sighs> but i digress how, how would it take you four episodes to die of poison <laughs> ridiculous i tell you how about you welcome our next person who should be thankful to be there? Um, Actually, love, if you don't mind, it's going to be a group of people, not necessarily oh. just one person. Okay. I think the remaining sins outside of Meliodas should be thankful for Elizabeth's existence. Wow. Um, Elizabeth kept Meliodas tame and in check. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not not in a commanding way, but just like he evened her out psychologically. Mm -hmm. And you see what's going on now. You yeah. know what I mean? No spoilers for the people who haven't seen <laughs> it. But you see what's going on now. Yeah. You see what's going on now that Elizabeth is not in Meliodas' possession. And I don't mean that offensively. Mm -hmm. But for the people who've seen it, y'all see what I mean. Meliodas can easily kill the rest of the sins. Uh... Escanor would be a good fight. But outside of that, he would wash them. Mm. You know? And not only should the Sins be grateful, the city should be grateful, the king should be... The whole seven <laughs> deadly Sins universe should be grateful that Elizabeth exists. Yeah. You know? And you see what happens if Meliodas feels like she's in danger or anything. <sighs> when, when he came out the, the explosion. Mm-hmm. And uh, they was talking about the child. He was like, don't you talk about my woman like that. Yeah. But the way he looked up in the, man, like, <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm chilling. I don't, I, like I said, I'm trying to be protective of spoilers. Mm -hmm. But for anyone who's caught up on Seven Deadly Sins, I hope you guys agree with me. I think the entire Seven Deadly Sins universe should be happy that Elizabeth exists. Yeah. I mean, 
uh, this isn't going to give anything away, but even in um, in one of the battles, hopefully you're following me, but um, when they were fighting and it was like, haha, yeah, we're using the power of the higher ups. I'll leave it at that. And it's like, and that's why I was able to defeat you guys. Like, oh, so then why aren't we dead? And here comes Elizabeth. Well, I healed you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> prevented that from happening because no bloodshed here, guys. No bloodshed. So right. she's she's been holding it down. Um beforehand without knowing and now fully knowing right because um cause, you know because she was like yeah simultaneously i've been healing you guys the whole time yeah that's why you feel invincible because anytime something did happen to you i was there to heal you <laughs> wow so you're not you ain't you're not nice that just goes to show you just how powerful she was but that doesn't excuse how annoying she could have been too but she <laughs> should they the, everyone should be thankful for her you know for holding down Holding their lives down, quite literally, and, amongst uh, all of that. And also, too, uh, the end of season one. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. She couldn't save them all, but that's because she didn't know who she was yet. But, right. you know, she still came through. Right, she still took care of business, had the uh, the, the vegetation growing again, yeah. and the, the sun came back out, and everybody was able to go on about their merry way. It's quite beautiful. You know, and I don't like Elizabeth, but <laughs> she's very important. And if I lived in that world, thank you, Elizabeth. Right, right. Because either uh, the demons would have killed us, or Meliodas would have killed us, or the ju- so we 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 would have been dead. Yeah. Somehow Elizabeth's presence is just single handedly mending all of that together to where even if chaos does break out, it's chaos that can be controlled mm-hmm. because she controls Meliodas and. Like I said, I don't mean that in a possessive way. It's just, you know, for the people who've seen it, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it just keeps them at bay. Right. And for the people who, I, I love you for that. Cause that's what <laughs> I was trying to say. I'm so focused on not spoiling stuff. I'm not thinking correctly. Look, don't worry about it. At this point, y'all should have saw these things. We can't keep everything from you guys. Oh, so at the end when, nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so for the people who did see it, I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the people who haven't seen it yet, I recommend it, but- that's not what we're here to do. Yeah. So how about all of us together say thank you, Elizabeth. One, two, three. Thank, thank you, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, and uh, Zenitsu, thank you to the gang. One, two, three. Thank, thank you, you to, to the, the gang. gang. And thank you to the plot. One, two, three. Oh, thank, thank you, you to the, the plot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, me and you feel like there's one more person that's probably sitting in the corner. You know she eating. Oh, yeah. She eating real good. <laughs> Something that she stole. Right. <laughs> but pretending that she's not supposed to get her ass up right now and tell her why, tell the world why she's thankful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, Dororo, we see you. <laughs> Put down the food and get up here and <laughs> start right, thanking right. the people. Uh, Dororo should be extremely thank you for Hakimaru. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I, can, I guess we could both agree she's not one that we're annoyed by or that we hate. Right. We actually have a lot of love for her, and she definitely wouldn't be where she is now or would have gotten through the story that she lived, um, mostly without Hakimaru. Right, because um, at the beginning when she got caught stealing, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's not, they didn't necessarily say they were going to kill her, but who says that they weren't going to kill her? If, if anything, they would have jumped her, beat her up pretty bad, but, you know. Death could have been next. Who knows? Right. She just got jumped at the right spot at the right time because mm-hmm. Hakimaru was fighting that monster thingy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Okay. And even if Hakimaru wasn't there, that monster thing would have killed her. 
yeah, so she was she was just, you know, it was going to happen. Something was going to happen. Something bad was going to happen numerous times. And Hakimaru saved the day. Whether he, he didn't even see her. He didn't even know anything about her. And he still, like, looked out for her. He should be very, she should be very thankful <laughs> for him. She should because, like, the way she was living, you know what I mean? Her situation wasn't the best with her parents dying and all of that. Oh, yeah. But how she was living, she was stealing from people and just being, like, a deviant. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just, like, you got yourself in mad trouble. And Hakimera was always there to save you. So not only should you be thankful for Hakimura, you should also be thankful for the fact that your bond was built enough to where he never felt like it was a chore to save you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he was just like, all right, well, I got to go get Doro. He was never like, oh, again. <laughs> like he just did it because he loved her. There was a moment where they were upset with each other, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And they went their separate ways. And of course, Doro got caught up again. But, you know, he did still end up, you know, um, Making his way back around to save her. Yeah, she stayed getting kidnapped. Yeah, that was that was her thing. Every <laughs> every like every time you've seen her, she's yelling for Hakumero. Right. Because she's tied up on someone's horse, or she's tied up to a tree, or she's hanging upside down from a branch, <laughs> or like she was on a boat. Like every time you turned around, someone had possession of her who shouldn't have. No. And I don't think I'm uh, as cunning. And as creative as she was, I don't think she would have got herself out of all of those situations without Doro. No. Especially um oh, wait, without Hakimaru. Hakimaru, excuse yeah. me. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Especially um the whole situation when they found out that the treasure map was on her back and stuff and they was kidnapping her and they was trying yeah. to force her to show them where the where the uh, treasure was and all of that. You would have died. Oh, easily. You would have died because um they were talking about killing her. They were talking about killing her after they found the treasure. Mm-hmm. But Hakimero to the rescue. Yeah. So, Doro, you come on up here and say thank you to Hakimaru for saving your life. Not once, not twice, but multiple times. Right. I don't even think we could put a number on that. <laughs> no. And also, too, um, after saving after saving uh, her life multiple times, I personally feel like now, you know, there's no proof to this. But in my opinion, I feel like Doro wouldn't even have found the treasure if it wasn't for Hakimaru. Now, he didn't necessarily help her, but it's just, okay, if Doro wasn't traveling with Hakimero, they wouldn't have ran into those bandits. The bandits mm. It wouldn't have been the bandits that uh, used to work with her dad. She wouldn't have found out about the map on her back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And and I, I could be doing too much, but it's just, I'm thinking about it as like, okay, hypothetically, if you wasn't with Doro, what if you went left instead of right? Yeah. And if you went left, you wouldn't have ran into those bandits and then you know, exactly what I just said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess how the series of events played out, um, couldn't have happened if Hakimari wasn't there and it would have, you know, she probably wouldn't have been, her story would have been a lot shorter just to, to make it simpler. Um, and you could even say she could, she has to thank her parents for where she's at now for protecting her for as long as they did, you know, you know, they, they, their part ended a little a little early, but <laughs> I mean, her mom protected her and did everything that she could up until the very end. And I don't know, but well, the dad kept the treasure safe. He kept yeah. all of that safe for her, for her and for them. So, you know, shout out to Dora needs to ha- has a couple of people, a few people that she needs to shout out and show some thanks to some gratitude to. 
Right, and um, you know, it's not a it's not a one way street. Doro has done stuff for Hakimero too. Oh yeah, but I mean, if you really compare who did what, you know what I mean? Hakimero did a lot more for Doro. Not saying that Doro didn't do anything for him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? Um, in more of a how can I word it? In more of like a character developmental right way. Um, Hakimaru wouldn't have gotten to where he was if it wasn't for Doro. Right, so they needed each other. Yeah, but Doro gonna get up here and say <laughs> and thank Hakimaru. I know she's gonna do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On three, one, one two, two, three. Th- thank, thank you, Hakimaru. Hakimaru. <laughs> <laughs> I said Hakimaru. Is that how she would say it? Uh, well, she yeah. had like a, a, a lot of different names. She did, she <laughs> did, and, but he answered them. Yeah, <laughs> at one point or another, it was like, yeah, you know, right. All right, now that everyone has said their piece and everyone put their thank yous out and we're all enjoying each other's company, having a good old time, and now it's time for the entertainment. Woo! And uh, for the entertainment for today, Asia's going to be taking us on our lovely side quest for the day. Uh, Would you like to share what it is now or you just want to get right into it? We're just going to get right into it. All right, well, I'm about to go get me some sweet potato pie. (laughs) You have fun entertaining the guests. So I'll see you guys on the other side. Hey guys, welcome to the side quest. This week is going to be a little different. I don't have anything anime or gaming related. It's kind of more of focus on you guys. I know that we're coming up on our first real deal indoors holiday with the festivities all being kind of inside and around all of our family and friends. And due to everything that's been going on, it's kind of risky. And being that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, being how this year has been in general, it's kind of like, do I want to risk um, my physical health and spend time with my family? Or do I want to continue to risk my mental health and stay home and, you know, stay amongst these circumstances? It's kind of a toss up. And I know that it's a lot a lot to deal with it's a lot of stress and this isn't you know a usual or normal holiday for for most of you guys so I hope that you guys handle this well I hope that you guys are doing okay if you do um, end up being in a situation where you are out for the holidays just be safe about it Um, be clean sanitized hands washed hands um, safe distance uh, wear your mask. Don't stay there too long. I mean, just say hi and bye if anything, but don't stick around too long um, to try to get a win-win out of all of that. But at the end of all of this, just be grateful for what you do have at the end of all of this, because there was a lot that was lost and there is a lot that is continually being lost. So um, just love and appreciate what you still have and will continue to have um so i guess that's my little message to you guys and i'll save all of my thankfulness and gratefulness for later on but i am thankful for you guys and i'm glad that you guys are sticking it out with us and you know hanging in there with us and i hope that amongst all of what this has been 2020 pandemic wise being indoors that we can provide a little bit of an escape from that. And honestly, that's all I got from you guys for you guys. Bye. 
Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> Look, it's the holiday spirit and, you know, all about the love and the friendship and the warmth and being behind a mic. So I'm doing all of that from here. And also, as you guys have already been hearing, I'm a little under the weather. So oh. keeping a healthy distance from from my co-host here and definitely keeping clean. It's not um, it's not the the virus going around there are other sicknesses out there and i just happen to have a, a small little um head cold so nothing crazy it's almost over thank goodness but all the more reason stay clean stay out of everyone's face all that good stuff yeah you get, you're definitely getting better by the day yeah i mean you would know i've sounded worse i've sounded worse no but you're getting there you're getting there thanks and uh yeah, it's exactly what you said understand it's the holidays you know a lot of people's just like you know, for some people, this is the only time they do get to see family and friends yeah. and things like that. But you know, just be, just be safe. And I'm not, I'm not here to say what you said, mm. but I agree a thousand percent. Whatever you're going to do, just be safe about it. Yeah. So I mean, um, like I wanted to mention in the side quest, I want to mention here. You know, I'm. We are thankful for you guys. Right. As we're going into the spirit of being thankful and grateful and appreciative, you know, I, all of those words can tie into, you know, our audience. Yeah, exactly. Like you guys, um, you guys have no idea the impact that you guys have on us. You know what I mean? Um, not to like get too much into it, but you know, you know, yeah. I had a rough like last week and a half or so, you know what I'm saying? And part of it was this, mm. you know? And I don't want to peel back the curtain or, you know, break the fourth wall or whatever case may be. But there was just some stuff podcasting related that kind of got to me. And quite literally, as I was like pulling myself out of that hole, you guys helped so yeah. much. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, the numbers, they're, they're not everything. But I was just seeing the same support that I was questioning. And I, it quite literally felt like you guys just like. Yo, you know what I mean? I'm saying relax. Mm-hmm. We got your back. You know what I'm saying? So even though you may not have thought that you did anything special, you guys really did something special because you guys helped me personally get out of a, a space that I didn't like being in. So thank you guys for that. Oh, And I mean, this is just a sign that we love what we do and that we're passionate about it. So we want to see it do well and we want to be able to get the um, feedback that we're doing well. Cause that's, these are like, there's small little ways for us to know that, you know, we're getting the thumbs up from you guys. So when we see those little instances, um, it just, you know, makes us feel good. It really does too. And um, not to completely switch topics, but I'm just, th- before I forget, <laughs> uh, last episode, there was two things. One, I was speaking on a character's voice acting in Assassin's Creed. I was wrong. Oh. The it just starts off really slow, but the uh the gender of the character that I picked acting has got so much better as the game was going on. I don't know what makes it different now, but it sounds really good. The person sounds believable and it's making me enjoy it anymore. That's great, honey. So for some odd reason, if the voice actors heard last week's episode, I apologize. <laughs> and uh the second thing I want to fix is my Pokemon shirt. When I mentioned that it it represents the anime, it represents the video game. I'm looking at it now. I'm wearing it right now, actually. 
And um, yeah, so honey, you was right. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> you know, um, I think I forgot what the shirt looks like, but I seen it today. I'm wearing it today. I'm like, you know what? Asia's right. It represents the, the game, not necessarily the anime. What? I mean, at the end of the day, it's whatever it represents to you, which, I mean, we've talked heavily about that. Look, right. whatever you wanted it to represent, whatever it speaks to, to you, that's that's all you. You got that. It represents Pokemon. Okay. Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, goodness. But, you know, we're going to wrap this up. <clears throat> and um, is there anything that you're thankful for? I am thankful for you. Oh, you know, I know it's super cliche, but I really am. Because at the end of the day, if anyone know, you know, I have ideas like this every day, mm-hmm. you know, but you believed in it. You took me serious. And I, I don't know, like, yes, we're doing this together, but I'm just thankful that you gave this a chance because this, this there isn't much stuff that I believe in myself. You know what I mean? So... Like I said, it's super cliche, super corny, but I, I truly am thankful for you because, like, it goes without saying. Without you, this wouldn't even be a thing. This probably wouldn't even have left that text message that we had, <laughs> you know? Like, oh, we should do a podcast about this and about that. Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. And it probably wouldn't go anywhere. Huh? So I I thank you because I don't, I really, truly don't feel like this would be a thing if it wasn't for you. All right. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Oh, I appreciate your honesty. And I am just as thankful and appreciative for you. Stop it. Look, I mean, it definitely goes without saying. I would know I would not be behind this mic or as dedicated or as motivated or as behind this um this podcast if it wasn't for you. I didn't think I could ever do anything like this. If anyone knows me in real life, you probably don't know anything about like <laughs> what goes on in my life because I'm just so like reserved. So to kind of just, I don't know, um, uh, I guess be behind a platform or be on a platform, I should say, to where I can speak on things that I love and enjoy. I wouldn't have been able to be on this if we didn't build this together. So definitely have to thank you for putting that blueprint out there and, you know, having me as your co-host. Thanks for choosing me. Stop it. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even a choice. It wasn't even a choice. Well, you chose me and you choose me every day. So thank you for that. Could you? Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, could you imagine this with some? Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. So, as tradition, I am hungry. So Becoming a thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's give them the socials. Let's give them the vibe. Let's wrap this thing up so we can eat. Yes. So you already know what to do. Time to give them the social vibes. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. At Love Nerds Pod. And you can find us on Instagram. At Love Nerds Pod. And you can like the page on Facebook. Love Nerds. And head outside. <laughs> so you guys know what to do. You guys know where to find us. You guys know, you know, you guys know what you know. So have a fantastic, wonderful, beautiful, safe holiday. And we'll catch you guys next episode. Uh, send us plates. Okay. <laughs> I want food. Wow, one way or another. Yeah, you know what I mean? Look, DoorDash, whatever. Look, wow. figure it out. Figure wow. It out. Figure it out. I'll meet you at a location. and. No, you will not. Okay. But I'm hungry. Okay, then eat what you have. I will, okay. but I want something else. Jeez. All right, we're done. Thank you, guys. We appreciate <laughs> you guys. Same time next week. You know the vibes. You know how we do. Love is love. 
always. Always.